0: All right, we've got a first down for Detroit. So this is getting very interesting. Lots of interest on the text line as well. 0457736736. The crowd at the SCG at 10 a.m. will be about the same as the peak Brisbane crowd yesterday. Four days makes sense, says Kev. Good on you, Kev. Uh, lighten up, Jimmy. Stop being this ridiculous woke bloke, says Pat. Rack off, Pat. Uh, it's not Pat Cummins, is it? No, so there you go. Uh, and then crime scene. G'day, crime scene. John's call made me smile. So much of what I think sounds funny in my mind or written down loses its humour when said out loud. Kudos for trying, though, John. So basically, you're with me, crime scene. Yeah, uh, not really funny at all. Not funny either is the conference championship game going on at the moment. Uh, gripping would be another way to describe it. You described the Super Bowl of last year the same way. My next guest, Aaron Sipos, was playing in that match. And right now, I reckon we've got him down at the Sporting Globe at King Street Wharf. G'day, Aaron. Aaron. You're there? How you there? Hey, really well. Where, you are yeah, at the Sporting here. Globe?
1: Oh, I've, actually, I've actually just hit the road, but um, I've been down there for a very exciting for most part of the game, and they're certainly up and about,
0: that's for sure. Okay. Can you find a winner for us? They're up by three here, the San Francisco 49ers. They're the number one seed. They're playing at home. Everyone's anticipating them to go through to the Super Bowl, and they're under siege from the Detroit Lions who you used to play with.
1: Yes, that's right, but uh, they've found their way back after a, a tough uh, first half, and, and all of a sudden they've hit the front, so um, they look pretty good right now. They've, they've been the best team in the NFC all year, so uh, I think they'll finish
0: it off. Okay. Um, the other game, of course, earlier today, Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, and the Kansas City Chiefs, and Taylor Swift, we better make mention of her as well, have made it through to, <laughs> a, to another Super Bowl. You've been there... Uh, during the Super Bowl last year, up close against this Kansas City side, what makes them so good? Aaron?
1: Well, oh, they just find ways to win don't they when they when they don't seem like they've got it all covered um, pretty good coaching staff and the players to go with it. They just find a way to win games and they've found a rhythm again, and um they look hard to beat and uh a bit different probably from years gone past is that their defence is there standing up when they needed to as well and um, they look very good.
0: How much of that rhythm that you talked about is Patrick Mahomes? We, we look at his numbers coming out of today. 241 yards, there was a touchdown, uh, a passer rating of 100.5. So, yeah, the numbers are OK, but in reality, he's so influential in the outcome of games, Aaron.
1: Yeah, he just makes plays when he really needs to, doesn't he? It's um, he's a great, you know, clock manager. He understands the game completely. He's got an offensive coach that's uh, very smart with it too. And they just make plays when they need to, you know. And defense has been massive for him, but you know when Baltimore had him up, uh, you know, for a couple of third down plays, you, you see Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey connecting, and um, you know they just release all the pressure and they were just able to get it done today.
0: If you cast your mind forward, let's let's make a prediction that we've got the Forty ers going through to the Super Bowl up against the Kansas City Chiefs. So arguably the most talented roster in the NFL up against a team that knows how to get it done. Who wins that Super Bowl? Uh, that's a tough one, but I, I I'm going to go with the Forty ers I
1: think they've they've been a the, the better team all year and. Um, I think they just find ways to gain a little bit more pressure on Mahomes homes than what other teams have, and uh, they
0: find a way to get it done. So that's my prediction. Yeah. Okay. What about last year? Take us back to Super Bowl Fifty Seven uh, and your experience with that. Obviously, disappointment around the result of the game, but the overall day and, and indeed the two-week build-up. Aaron, how was that? How would you best describe that? Oh, just
1: just simply amazing. Just. Um, something that I, I could never imagined, and, and the whole aspect to it leading into the week and, and on game day it was just simply incredible. You just felt uh, this difference and um, definitely have got you know still very fond memories um, even though as you said the, the result didn't go our way. Just being able to share that with family and friends that have flown over from Australia to, to come and watch it and enjoy the, the three or four days prior as well and um, yeah, something that I'll definitely never forget, and it's, um, yeah, just,
0: just simply amazing. Uh, Jordan Maylata is a guy that, you know, is well known to our audience, he played lower grades for the South Sydney Rabbitohs, and now he's an absolute superstar over there. What was it like having another Aussie in the locker room? Yeah, awesome, just, uh, having that familiar
1: Australian accent's always pretty handy as well, <laughs> which is great, so, uh, he's a, character. He's a funny man, and, um, I do, I do miss him and I'm glad things are going really well for him because I know it wasn't easy for him at the start adjusting to it all, but um, he has come a, a long, long way and he's one of the best players in his position now in the NFL, so it's, um, it's great to see.
0: The other big news after the disappointment for the Eagles a couple of weeks ago was the retirement of Jason Kelsey, who is a Hall of Fame centre in the making. Uh, he might have showed us his true colours when he was up there watching the Chiefs up against Buffalo, but... Um, what what does Jason Kelsey bring to a locker room, Aaron?
1: Oh, well, you, you, you kind of saw the character that he had last week and that's just literally him summed up. He's uh, You can say he's a bit of a life of the party at, at times and he's um, such an energetic guy and, and he brings everybody together and you need those type of people in your locker room and um, he'll, he'll definitely be, be sorely missed because um, all that experience kind of goes out the window and they has to start afresh but it has to happen at some point but um just a great just a great person just yeah. a really is just a great person very humble guy and um i oh, am very fortunate enough to be able to you know spend a couple of years with him
0: yeah you're a free agent at the moment what's next for you mate
1: Oh, look I'm, I'm back here obviously in Melbourne and actually fortunate enough to get a role with the Hawthorne football club so um I'm in, I'm in a development coaching role here now and um, you know, that. I'm, really, I'm thoroughly enjoying that right now. And uh, I'm not too sure what happens going there from a the, from the football point of view, the NFL point of view, uh, but just really enjoying, you know, coming back here, being with family and friends and having the opportunity to work with a, with a great club.
0: Yeah. Hey, is there one thing that you looked at that they did over there? It might have been in preparation for a game. It might have been how the athletes are looked after that you thought, ah, that's something that I reckon would work well in the AFL.
1: Oh look, I think um, I think from what I've seen already, we in the AFL. We're already starting to do things that are that are fairly similar, which is um, which is really good to see. I think from a you know player health wise and, and getting them to look after their bodies a little bit more, and that's been massive. You know, I don't know if that was fully the case uh, before I left, but certainly it seems to be. You know, definitely putting a price on. Um, looking after players, loads, and and things like that. And they do a really good job over that in the NFL. Um, Obviously, there's a lot of hitting involved and things like that. And um, certain practices, you can't put pads on and things like that. So maybe, um, you know, you can bring in more stuff like that in the AFL where, you know, there's non contact trainings or or things like that just to make sure People are staying nice and healthy
0: so they can get through the longevity of the season. Yeah. Well, you stay nice and healthy over the course of the next two weeks. You'll enjoy Super Bowl 58. Really appreciate your time this afternoon, Aaron. Great stuff.
1: No worries, guys. Thanks for having me.
0: Aaron Sipos there. This time last year, he was punting for the Philadelphia Eagles and in two weeks' time, he was doing it in the Super Bowl. Brock Purdy has taken off upfield and now he goes for the slide. He gets the first down. So uh, what is there? Four and a half minutes remaining on the clock. His mum and dad are celebrating in the stands as they always do. Remember, Brock was a 49ers fan as a youngster. That is that is a great one. Uh, run from the number 13. Uh, what an incredible story. A sixth round draft pick. Brock Purdy. So, Sporting Globe, best place to watch the Super Bowl, 50 screens. So, make sure you book a table, sportingglobe.com.au. I think there's a fair few of the SEN team heading down there in a couple of weeks' time. And remember, there's 20 venues around the country. So wherever you are, there'll be a, whether it's Brisbane and uh, down there in Melbourne, wherever it is that you're listening, of course, here in Sydney, down at King Street Wharf, check out sportingglobe.com.au. One bloke who does really well at the Sporting Globe is a guy by the name of Stephen O'Keefe. He will be our special guest after the news.